Okay, we're on. Am I audible? Am I? My? Do I sound like you can hear me clearly? Why can't you see me? I can't see you too well, but I can hear you. Wave your hand. Yes, I see you move. I see you move. It works. <laughs> Nobody move. Nobody <laughs> move from wherever they are. Everybody, all of you are in the right place. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out what kind of a topic I could talk about with someone I bring on. and i was talking to my friend about it and we decided to speak about self doubt because we don't address it as much it's something that we all feel on a daily basis or maybe not it depends on who is who's the one talking and uh yeah so i have a friend called aditya rajput coming on board he finally released his uh, uh album ep i'm not sure what the right term for it is and yeah we're just waiting for him to join so we can talk about it he also works actively in waste management systems and uh, tries to uh, help us understand how we can use our daily food waste and meat generated waste better so i'm just going to wait till he joins and you guys can see me this is not sponsored by phoenix i'm just saying it's just a cup i got Hi. What's up? Can you hear me? No. Yes. Can I? But you're a little muffled. Muffled as in you can't hear me clearly. I mean, I can, can, but it's a little muffled. But I think I can work with it. That's not a problem. I can hear you clearly. That's why I'm asking you, right? Yeah, yeah. You're good. Don't worry. Hmm. You're good. You're good. I'm so sorry. I took a while, and then I realized that I was like, "Am I on the right account? Am I doing this in the right place?" I wasn't very sure. Okay, so tell me a little bit. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, so I'm Aditya Rajput. I make music. I'm from Pune itself, and I've been doing this for quite some time. Apart from that, I am currently into like waste management and waste management systems. I'm pretty driven towards it. Apart from just doing music. Although being a full-time artist at the same time, right. And so, you congratulations. By the way, you recently released it. I wasn't sure earlier. Was it? Is it? Do I call it an EP or an album? It's an EP. It's it's an EP. It's a short EP of three tracks. Album is particularly a longer sector of what you do. It right. is a short one. It's like a short album. Right. So, congratulations. You finally Thank released you. it. what made you decide to you know because i know that you haven't released something in years and it's been on your it's been on the table for you for a very long time so what made you finally decide to release this oh this was this went through a lot of phases basically i i wasn't actually sure that i should be putting out music because i had so many styles going on on my own in my own computer which was like i'm just sitting and making music with different styles which can be a lot of experimental stuff Yeah. And some somewhere down the line, I pretty much figured out during during this lockdown. And in fact, during this lockdown, somewhere around in March, I should be putting out stuff. Like people should get to know what I'm actually making because I've been an artist. People know that I produce music. They've been knowing it for quite some time, but I haven't put out my work as of them for them to just check it out. And that is one thing I was actually looking forward to. Like people trying to understand. The main problem was that people wanted me to put out music. and i was into this whole zone of not understanding whether i should do it or not 
and after a lot of chaos and all that i i i put out something that was very unusual for my side because i don't usually produce that kind of music but this really connected me it like connected to me this this particular ep which is which i made right now i it particularly connected to what i actually wanted to put out as music and that's where i found out like you know what i should be really putting out my music more often now since it's out right now i've I've gone to the point where I think like I should put out more music, let people hear, listen to it, and I strongly believe that it is up to people for them to like like it, maybe judge it or maybe like criticize it. Because see, as long as you don't get feedback, you're always going to stay in that bubble of not understanding what you're doing right or wrong. Okay. Because if you know what you're making, and if you are the only one who's constantly listening to it, okay. other people who listen to so many different kinds of music. might just give you the right insight about what you actually make and how does it make them feel because you can't be selfish about art like music in general you can't just make it and keep it for yourself i believe that we should be putting it out more often as artists it's our job to make sure that people around us are getting to feel the same way that we are like whatever work we do they're feeling yeah. the same way that we do or maybe they have their own stories that they can connect to and that's yeah, the whole point of me putting out Yeah, you're right. You make sense in that way. But what do you think limits you from, you know, executing and you know getting yourself to actually putting your work out there? What do you think stops you? So I'll tell you what has been stopping me for the longest of time. Like this has been going on for such a long time now. Was I have I was making music. I was not finishing it. Hmm. So there's a lot of difference in it. Like when you make something but it's not finished. so there the, the whole point is that when you don't finish you don't get into that right aspect of like understanding why like why you haven't you completed what you have started and half the time when you're not doing it you you're yourself criticizing yourself so much that you just keep on moving on to new projects and you don't finish what's actually happening and this okay. this time this time somewhere around this time i was like you know what i'm going to complete whatever i've left So these projects, which I started out, we started out in March, got over in March itself because like, I tend to sit down and made made sure that I want to complete them this time. So this time I thought like this time I'm completing everything that I made, and this time I have to put it out, huh? How does that feel? That once it's out in the world, it feels it feels great. It it's like it's not overwhelming because I tend to like I'm I'm the kind of person who likes to you know make music, but at the same time. I'm more often like I move on pretty quickly to the next thing. Yeah. I don't stay like I don't just stay around on that particular thing that you know what I did this now I'm just like feeling good right now. I always keep on doing more and more and more and that's that's what it gives me drive like that's my driving force mostly that I have to sit and make more music, put out more content so that for me it feels great because when you put out more content you get to like have this audience that you can relate to. as an artist this it's only going to be friends around you who are going to always appreciate you but it it yeah. matters when strangers who don't know you listen to your music yeah. and they connect to it you don't know that person any which ways you only know them because they listen to your music and that is how they connect to you and i think that is something that is that i look for i personally look forward to like i like i like the fact that somebody who i don't know likes my music and particular tells me like yo this is this is good this is crazy stuff and that's been happening people are people have been dming me on instagram and telling me right now there is good stuff that is out I'm there and like 
and you do right. not want to be accountable for it right so your sister was like a support system of sorts yeah she was she was the first one who was like you you do what you have to do let it be it's it's okay like you want to make music go make music if if you want to complete engineering if you want to complete that particular thing that you your parents are wanting you to do do it like just for the sake of it but i tried it for a very long time that did not happen and apparently in the last year i was like you know what this is just getting i i i think i had a year down two year two year rounds not one two year rounds two year rounds in a row Oh man! I, that must like not have where, been easy at home. No, that wasn't easy. But I just say that year downs in the sense like I had to fill up my forms to go and give exams, where I had actually had been studying for some time, thinking like you know what this time I'll just go and give my exams. But I did not fill the fill those forms for four semesters straight. That is two years. Right. Then I attempted once last year, and then I was like, no, this can't be happening. This is not what I want to do. I get that, and it's you know, speaking of you know having dropped out and realizing that this is not meant for you, and you know mm-hmm. pursuing music as a full time uh, profession for yourself, is there is there any moment where you felt like your work or you aren't good enough? I'm so sorry. I lost you. I lost you. I think that's okay. I'll repeat myself. So you know, speaking of you know. deciding to take that leap of faith in yourself and dropping out mm-hmm. and you know pursuing a career as a full time musician has there ever been a moment in your life or a bunch of moments in your life where you thought that you or your work weren't good enough i to be honest it's the whole thing the whole scenario is about that about being an artist or being a full time musician is that you don't have a fixed source of income which is yeah. what bothers your family the most yeah that you like don't I, the like you don't earn life. enough you don't earn enough first of all and the second of all is that they don't understand what you actually do yeah they don't really understand what you're trying to do and that puts you into a headspace where you start questioning a lot of your decisions hmm. a lot of your decisions come from places where you're like you know what i have been trying to do this I lost you again. Sorry. No. Just hold on. Just hold on for. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. I can. I don't know if you can. That's odd. Let's wait for him to join back. till then all of you can be blessed with my face okay yummy get back yeah wave for me wave do think hold on that's okay say something and wave for me So I know that can you it's happening in real time. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me now? Ha. You can see. Also, oh, where did I? I was saying something, and I had this yes, weird about, connection. 
no so you were talking about you uh, feeling like feeling that sense of uh, whether your work was good enough and be your parents not knowing what you were actually doing mhm so yeah so this is what I, i actually happened i was i was pursuing music and i i was not making for people who don't know i was not making uh, electronic music in the sense of what i'm doing right now i was a very commercial artist i was playing commercial gigs out in pune bombay and other cities and that is what had happened and i i was actually doing it because i was like you know what this pays this pays me money yeah. and whatever i really want to pursue is not something that would pay me money because that's a different spectrum of how genres or different genres are getting paid in different ways yeah because of the demand that is there for them respectively i think yeah yeah very very true like is 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 it can you hear me properly yeah i can okay okay huh. so genres is one of the thing that i chose i chose doing that because i thought it would pay me money but it not give me the satisfaction of what i actually wanted to do and after a point i thought of it in a way where i was like you know what i don't want to do this just for the sake of money and money was not like an issue for me yeah as as i come from a good family background i'm privileged enough to know that i can make and pursue my dreams yeah i can make do and pursue my dreams at the same time it's not a pressure on to me i feel lucky about that i'm very grateful for my parents like being that that way but yeah. that is not what i saw that is not something that i wanted to do yes have you have your parents ever come for your gigs uh no no my parents not my parents but my sister has attended one of my gigs but have they listened my, to your sorry my music my music yeah yeah uh yeah they've heard it but they don't quite understand it i mean so you, have they have you tried to you know explain to them that this is what i'm doing this is a particular uh, uh like you showing them the software that you work with or something like that has that helped in any way to introduce them to your world uh yeah so basically what i try to do is i to play a bunch of videos of the artists that i look up to on the on the internet and tell them that this is this is the kind of music that gets played outside in other countries and these are the artists who are quite big in it and this is what i'm planning to do and this is what i want to do so they just look at it and they're like okay i don't it's it's good it looks very fancy it looks nice but we don't understand the music so i'm like okay i don't want to force you and make you understand something that you guys don't understand maybe someday when i'm playing somewhere at a better place or something i'll take you there you guys would understand better my mom is being behind me she's like you don't take me to your gigs i was like you don't ask me and when i want to take you to your gigs they just like i'm not going to come where people are like getting sloshed yeah i'm like okay don't do that <laughs> don't do that don't come but see then she wants then she watches my videos the night this my instagram stories or somebody posting about me she gets to yeah. know about it she checks it out and she's like okay you we were doing this last night i was like yeah that is what i was doing but was it good i was like yeah it was good it's like that's, how does it make you feel that's a start i think that's a good yeah. start then we know into that hold on sangamitra i'm just going to ask you something is the lighting proper because i'm not seeing you're like you're blurring out yeah, for me it's fine it's it's absolutely okay no worry it's fine and i lost him again you sure yes yes Sure, it's good. I'm so sorry. This is the connection, I guess. Yeah, it's okay. Is this the connection? 
no i don't think i think it hung for a bit but it's fine we're back so okay. you know so you used to play a lot of commercial music and then you shifted to techno so for a lot of people who are listening uh commercial music is your big room stuff which is all the pop music you hear on your mtv remix your martin garrix and the like your your hip hop and your um, yeah. commercial stuff that you keep in your phone the pop songs that you listen to maybe that yeah. explains it well yeah probably or you know uh and shifting and explaining techno would be uh house music is a movement that started in the US and when you add symbols of a drum to it it becomes techno and then there are different variations of that also so you shifted to techno and yeah. a lot of other forms of electronic music not just techno am i right yes 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 so what made you decide because it's like you said it doesn't pay as well we know a lot of musicians a lot of performers who are so brilliant but they will go and play commercial gigs because it pays them money yeah but that happens quite soon like there are there 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 is that is a thing right now people do that just because it pays commercial music pays you and stuff that you like you wouldn't like you it will pay you but you won't get the same amount of gigs as per se what you'd get being a commercial artist that is how it has been for a very long time right so we have a question that asks how would you define techno as a genre and then you can answer mine about why you decided to make that switch okay how would i describe techno as a genre yes it's it's it's, it's quite simple it's it's very liberating for hmm. me personally it's very liberating because not a lot of techno tracks have a lot of vocals in it yeah. they are very groove driven yeah. and it's 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 quite simple it's quite easier for people to like connect for because see connection happens only when people listen to something that where everybody around you in front of you are into that whole zone of understanding of not understanding but just being there in the present moment and i think techno does justice to that because when you're listening to techno or when you're playing techno or when you're performing i don't see anybody being in a second state of mind where they're thinking about their work right or they're thinking yeah. about what's happening in life yeah they're just there and that's this pure pure connection and that connection is so huge because and techno one more thing about techno is that it's liberating because it's it's not bound by any of those things you can yeah. you can dance you can be a man or woman you can be you can be whoever you want yeah and you still it's it's it's, it's a genre where you're accepted as you are yeah i and personally me, like it a lot because uh i started listening to it in the beginning because of my work and because uh-huh. i took be at these gigs and earlier i wasn't as fond of it there were you know maybe one or two tracks here and there where i'll go like okay because what i used to love earlier was i was a huge classic rock buff or i would listen to a lot mm. of uh, yeah it was mostly classic and progressive rock or alt rock so that was my that was my genre at that point and then i made that switch and mm. now i'm at a point where if i'm working i will put on either techno or progressive uh, house or i listen to a lot of psy while i'm working and the first yeah, thing i know yeah listen to psy or some hard techno and dark mm-hmm. techno stuff 
Yes. Yeah. It's quite strange because a lot of people don't do that, but it's. But then I get what you mean about it. Now, what uh, makes you make? And one more thing. Huh. One more thing. I'd like to add to this. The other thing about techno as a genre, a house music as a genre, is that it's not about just liberation, but at the same time, the freedom of expression. As an artist, yeah. for me personally, is too high, because here I'm not pleasing people by playing the music that they want. Here I'm creating an atmosphere for them that they might not know, but they might still enjoy it. And also want to explore it. Yeah, there are so many people who are new to techno. I think techno started booming in the last two years. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And people did not know about techno before that. Like, not the generation that exists right now did not know about techno. These were all commercial bucks. Right. And right so, now, these same people are trying to understand it. That that's that's a very good thing. Right. Very so, good is thing. that why you made that switch, where you thought that you weren't playing for the others, but playing for yourself? No, to be honest, um, it's it's never about. Even if you you've attended one of my gigs, and I don't know, a couple of my gigs. You'll see me whenever I'm playing or whenever I'm performing. My 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 criteria of playing music is not restricted to what I'm going to go and play. Right. It's so much on the go. I have so much of like I I just gathered a lot of bunch of stuff that I've heard, little bunch of music that I've heard, bunch of techno that I've heard, and it's so much on the go because I see I see these I see this see this energy around me. This energy around me is where my track selection goes right. That's my. That's the major part. Whenever you heard me, or whenever people have heard me, they. The whole point is that me. I I try to. And it's not about just me reading the crowd. I try yeah. to connect with them by making like understanding. Like you know what? Right now I'm playing something, and what could be the next thing that could yeah, create a journey or a story? Huh? See, at the first gig that I came off with you. uh mm-hmm. with you performing i was there with a friend of mine and i remember seeing you actually watching the people and you changed your track yeah in the middle you started you did transition to a little bit but then you were like no this is not it and you switched it again yeah so that is what that is what it is like i think it's not it's not for the people it's it's not exactly for the people it's not even for myself it's just that i feel free to express yeah and the freedom of expression when it comes when you're making music i don't know like today i'm making techno sangamitra today i'm making techno in 2020 in 2025 i you'd never know i'd be making drum and bass yeah maybe let's yeah. see you should i yeah. think you should explore all of them you've worked yeah. with a lot of artists you know in the past and you've tried to collaborate with mansi uh, who is a visual artist on a few experiential uh, sets mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. even in general i want to understand is it difficult for artists of different styles and varying expertise to collaborate and reach to the point of actually putting out work um i'll tell you so basically collaboration is i think a lot of people find it difficult because everybody has their own take on what they want to do yeah their own way of and, doing things Yeah, and collaboration is a space where it's not just about you. Mm. It's not exactly about you. It's about the other people who are involved with you. And people fail to understand that to a lot of extent. They don't understand that you know, 
here you are trying to create something together so your way of working and their way of working might collide or yeah. might not work the way you want to but if you make it work it can be something new for the people or for the audience to experience and that yeah. is more important than you like having your own zone of working because i i have i have had this power problem personally where i thought of you know what i want to collaborate with someone but my style and that style just just doesn't match yeah. this happened with in fact this happened with um, the same collaboration that i did with juvi and mansi right we, we were working on this project but we were not getting a point we're not getting to a point where we actually understood what we are actually doing that is when all three of us on the same table started coming up with ideas Hmm. like i started putting out ideas juri started putting out her own stuff and mansi had her own take on like you know what i think this this can be one of the things that can add on to what we're doing yeah and this this was it's a, it's a collective decision and nobody can be right and wrong over here so you all ideas on the table should be accepted or maybe it's not about rejecting them but trying to understand what works better for all the people involved right but then is there is there any point where you think that like you said you know where you talk about i think of you know collaborating with this artist but then i feel like our styles are very different do you think huh. that stops us from tapping into our own potential to see what we're actually capable of yeah it most definitely does because see i'll tell you people who are very experienced producers and people who are not like who are like coming up and know how to make good music but are not that technical enough in it they might fear they, they just have this fear sometimes you know what like i the guy knows so much i don't know as much as him what if i i what if i just don't you know live up to that expectation that somebody else expecting something out of me but that yeah. is the point where you actually i think it's all about asking asking is so important Like if you, yeah. I, I personally ask, I personally ask so many of my friends. I I I was not great with. I'm telling you upfront on on this live stream, I was not great with mixing music. I was not great at that. Yeah. I've learned it from my friends who used to play, who used to be resident DJs. I think Yash and Dave at Coco. These guys used to play day in day out. I I was stand. I used to go there before my set. I used to stand and see what these guys were actually doing. because yeah. they have a very different take on what they do with it and they have been doing it for such a long time yeah even though i even though i might be producing music or i might be playing music but i don't i don't think learning never stops and you should ask them that is the whole point you should ask anyone for it if you don't ask then you're just going to be in a bubble and that's the worst thing that's the that's the place you don't want to be i've honestly been in that place too where i've been like either too egoistic i, I think not be like you know what i don't want to just want to go ask somebody what they're doing or maybe i don't know how they react to it but even if they don't react to it you can always ask and you can ask those people who are who might you never know somebody who is who's not good at making music might be just good at making like mixing the tracks so well yeah and you might just learn from them and it can also yeah. be somewhere you you can personally contribute to them making better music like you can help them out if they're learning i have this one friend of mine she is she started right now she's very upcoming she does she started producing but her mixing skills might just be as better as mine or better than me she's just up and coming she's very young to me and yeah. i see her mixing and i i personally feel like you know what like i've been doing this yeah. for such a long time and 
this girl is so better at it so i just go and yeah. see i just go and see her do that and she asks me question about production in general i help her out right like it goes so, two ways you know, it goes both ways i agree like speaking of yash dev and gobo i think they're fabulous uh, djs and who you know know how to make you know how to perform the brilliant and coming back to what you said do you feel like you know going and talking to people and you know mm-hmm. taking a step like you know going up to someone and you know saying okay mm-hmm. i want to either learn from you or i have a question about this can you help me out mm-hmm. uh but then there are so many people who are so shy to do something like that okay and that uh, hinders you mhm in a lot of ways it it hinders you from you know thinking oh what will they think of me or do will they think i'm stupid or will they think i'm not capable or will they think i'm weird or will they think i'm being creepy i don't know what so why do you think we seek someone else's validation because so this- i'm only asking because you know the act of going up to them mostly it's it has less to do with who we are thinking about our potential but if i feel like it is more to do about the other person's reaction yeah so that is one of the things that i'll tell you so self not so you are you talking about validation over here but honestly speaking like so keep this in mind like you don't know some artists some artists has come from another country he's playing he's playing in your city and just because you're shy or maybe you can't go and speak up to them and not have put a word forward yeah you are you're not tapping into the possibilities of what knowledge or what insights that person could give yeah and and that doesn't like people i know people who are like people who are scared or fear talking to other people this happened very recently manuel dalamar was in town in december yeah. and i met this i met this guy this guy is what he's 44 right now he's he's a very good artist a very big artist he's a very big very big name in the industry yeah very humble very down to earth he he in fact he's the one who was asking me like how 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 does it work here in your city what kind of music do people listen to in your city just give me more insight because i'll be playing tonight so i was like like you know this is the kind of music that we play and this is what has been going on and similar artists to what similar artists to you who've come to the city before have done this so he was the one who was asking us and in yeah. return i just thought to myself that you know what this guy who knows so much who who has a record label who produces music all by himself comes from another country comes to my city and asks us question about what he can do here and what how he can explore more yeah and that, that just put me on a thing like you know what i should I should personally go and ask more. Yeah. Because you can go out and always ask people like so now you this is basically like you start building a rapport with someone only if you go and speak to them. Hmm. That one conversation that you have with them that just might be like you know what hello I I like your music and I've always been following you and it's inspired me that makes a lot of sense because yeah. that person might remember that or not but it gives you that heads up for a longer term that you know what i just went and asked this person something i am confident enough to do this multiple times when you do this a multiple times you open up to people to ask them questions hmm. like i remember i i used to the first time i did the first time i played at coco hmm. uh last year in january 
I personally went up to them. I do not know any of those person, any of those people personally. I do not know Dave. I do not know. I do not know Yash. I do not know Tarun personally. Yeah. I went up and I asked them after my after my uh, set was over. I went up and I asked them like, how did you yeah. like it? What was good? What was bad? Where can I improve? What yeah. did it match with what your club, what your place stands for? Because yeah. all of these questions are very important for me to understand as an artist that what I can learn more. And people are always going to give you insights. They can, they might criticize you. They might tell you that it was good, was bad. But you always have to know what to pick it up, like what to pick up from that, and go ahead. Yeah. But that's so important. It is. It is. Is and you know there are a lot of times we keep forgetting our prior successes in life. Hmm. For example, when we're you know questioning whether we're good enough with doing something, mm-hmm. like I was questioning whether I should actually continue doing this live stream. Hmm. I was like, should I do it? Should I keep going ahead? And but then, there are a lot of times where people question their prior successes. Why do you think that is? I mean, we forget it. We don't question it. Sorry. We forget that we've actually achieved so much in the past. Yeah. And so. Yeah. That that one goes a long way thinking about. See, you think of. I thought of it as a success when I was. When I did a visual show back in February, yeah. and somewhere down, somewhere down in November, I was in this headspace of like I'm not doing enough, and that is just because you don't. So the experience that you had at that time, you're not trying to relive it in a way where you know that you know what I did something and I did something that was so great. But I, you know what? What pushes us forward is questioning it, understanding what you can do better than that, yeah. and then moving towards it. What we do, we, what we don't do is that we don't forget about it, but we don't give it enough value. Is what the problem is. We don't value it enough because it happened at that particular moment. It is not happening right now, and when you see it, it's 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 already done. Yeah. But the value that it has as a memory, as a collaboration, the amount of people that you met, and the kind of vibe that you created for the people that were there, as as a collective whole, that's a lot. Like right now, when I think about it, that was a, that was a very good thing that I did. And yeah. people just think about what to do next. But yeah. something they, it's it's always about reevaluating what you've done in the past and how you can do something better in the future. Yes. Also keeping in account what your present is and what you're doing in the present moment, so that your future can be better. That's true. I, I hope sense. you're getting what I'm telling you. I do, I do, I get it. So, what are the various things you're trying to do in your life to break that cycle of self-doubt? So basically, uh, to break the cycle of self-doubt. Okay, this this might take some time for me to answer this for you. Like, this will take a lot of time to answer this particular question because. Yeah, so self doubt, I think, is one of those things where you question yourself. Mm-hmm. You question yourself, work. You question whatever you've done to a point in life, and you're actually not understanding that you're not actually understanding the process. You're not actually evaluating your process, and you're not actually being fully accountable for what you've done. Yeah. and not being fully accountable for what you have to be doing so all of this collectively is such a question where you are sitting and under, trying to understand like i make music 
why is it good and why is it bad uh, why do i feel it's not making sense to me anymore why do, why am i not pursuing this or maybe why am i just sitting here in front of my laptop and trying to make music for 8 hours and it's not happening yeah so it, the major part of this is that people don't people don't have the stronger beliefs required the belief systems in general are not strong so that every day like you wake up in the morning and you remind yourself you know what this is what i stand for this is what i've been doing this is what i've done and i accept what has happened to me and i want to do better mm. so as soon as you do that your self doubt your self talk narrative is so high that you start you stop questioning yourself and you try understanding yourself more our self doubt is actually a very good thing that happens to us if you see it in the right perspective like if you see, see yeah, it in the positive perspective positive. yeah some of it is positive i think yeah and like people don't understand like for example i was making music for like i started producing in 2015 it's 2020 when i start like thought of releasing music and i've been yeah. telling people that i'll be releasing my music every year yeah understand been, that like yeah, yeah. Like, every year i've been telling people like you know what this time i'm releasing my stuff you have to check it out hmm. and it's always there as a private track in my soundcloud still lies there i don't know if there are 20 private tracks in my soundcloud account right now that are still there that's because that's because i haven't thought of it in a way where you know this should be out what yeah. am i doing with this how is it helping me keeping me keeping it here and the problem with us is like artists in general i'm talking about the self doubt happens because you question your art that is the problem you do not question what you make that is for people to judge people to understand you do not question what you make because see today you might like my music somebody in your circle who listens to techno might not like my music yeah somebody who is not heard techno might like my music hmm. you see the variation of the kind of variety of people out there you are yeah. not the one who needs to sit and have this doubt with yourself trying to understand and trying to say to yourself that you know what this doesn't deserve to go out you're you're just doing you're not just doing justice to yourself because at the end of the day that is art that you've created and that is yeah. art is to be the art is to be put out to the world not to be kept with you that's just being selfish i see mm-hmm. it as a way of being selfish like, you know what i did something i don't want to share i don't want people to know how i make my music or maybe like yeah. something like that it feels like it's your baby that you know once it's out in the world it's not yours anymore so that is that is one way people look at it yeah i don't hear that what do you say i said I, the way i see a lot of my unfinished work like my mm-hmm. unfinished written pieces or photographs mm-hmm. i haven't shared is that it's it's my baby and then the moment i put it out in the world it's not mine anymore so i get what you mean i do yeah but again see you make something not just for yourself yeah like if you're an artist for example you write something the other day yesterday you were having this intense conversation where you told me that this author thought he was worthless and yeah. his work was published and he turned out to be one of the biggest authors of the 20th century yeah is you see like his his work must have created an impact for a million people out there that yeah. he thought was worthless so yeah. he was the one judging himself for it yeah and why i don't i don't understand the point like today i can say this i put out any sorts of my work out there 
I am open to all sorts of criticism. I really don't like. I love like I love the fact that people want to criticize my work. Yeah. I just love the fact that they want to criticize my work because they are just going to help me grow. Like there's nothing more that they can do. This is going to help me That's grow. Somebody hates. To have. So, somebody hates it. Oh yeah. damn, dude! It's nice. I would make something. I would send it to you personally again and make you listen to it again, and then I would like to know. I wouldn't stop trying. Not just That's to please that other person. Not just to please the other person, but I would like the other person to like understand. Like for example, Sangamitra has a certain taste in music, hmm. right? I put out something that is not Sangamitra's style. That is but not. But now, huh. no. But I'm just telling you. I'm giving an example over here. Okay. Yeah. That is not Sangamitra's style. This is not Sang- what Sangamitra listens to. Hmm. But then now I know that this is the wider spectrum of people out there who listen to different different kinds of music. I would yeah. like to make something like that and be like you know what I think you like that kind of stuff here you go listen to this now here you yeah. go listen to that now so I I'm yeah. just I'm just all about right now I'm so pumped about content because I'm just like I just want to put everything out it's yeah, just because I, I think it's just think it's because the point that 5 years I've just been keeping it to myself and right yeah. now I'm just so ready to put it out because I I really want people to like listen to it not just listen to it maybe connect to it or criticize it because I do get criticism. People tell me like that there's something wrong. But I remember this one thing that happened was when I made this EP, I sent it out to a bunch of people out there. I like a lot of people out there before it could go out. I took yeah. feedback from a lot of people, try to understand what is their perspective on it. But I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm just going to take that perspective on it. I'm not just going to take it to my heart. I'm going to release it anyway. I'm just going to try to understand what they think of it. And that happened because see I I know I'm just giving you this example where there's this artist from Bangalore who I keep sending my work to. And he's been generous enough to every time I send him some work he'll give me like he will give me the most genuine feedback. Like he'll upfront yeah. tell me that this is in the technical aspects of it not like what what normal people would listen to. and i i'm just like okay that this is damn nice i get feedback because i'm making something and there's a different person who has a different take on it and he might be right like he really might be right on this that you know what if i just change or change this particular thing about my track it would just make it better and w- why not if somebody is trying to help you and trying to give you proper criticism for like like really good criticism on it like the people really let us talk to some people who are really good at criticism i swear to god like in the technical aspects of it they literally tell you what's wrong with your track okay. and i like these people i like these people i just tell them like just be honest with me just tell me what it is and i don't want two answers like two words from you or two three characters from you good thumbs up it was nice i want to know in detail you give yeah. me more in detail Right, you know Kafka has been a recurring theme of my streams because in the last one also with my friend Jatin we spoke about him. So, mm-hmm. but Kafka actually spent his entire childhood because with mm-hmm. his father we told him that he wasn't good enough, and okay. that affected him psychologically a lot over time. Yeah, yeah. So, is there is there something that you thought as a child that hinders you till today about yourself? I'll tell you. So. I have Sorry for that. So you tell me yours first, and then I'll tell you mine. As a child, what yes. really made me feel like I should, I am not doing better in life, or what is it? Like your pinpointed question. Something you thought as a child that uh, that stopped you 
like thinking okay. that okay i'm probably not good at say basketball or i'm not good at singing and or i'm not good at swimming does that is there something like that that has carried forward till today oh there's a lot of it i swear to god there's a lot of it i will start off with the point that i almost try to do everything hmm. like i've done so much of so many activities that my parent parents try to inculcate or try to put me into they put me for dance hmm. they tried me to get try to get me skating hmm. okay that they did then they put me enroll me for a djing class while well, i think i was in 8th grade or 7th grade back then and then i was going for arts i was trying to go and make portraits when i was in 5th grade there was a different yeah. class that i used to go for and i completed none i so all, i did all of them in most of them or you're not that good in most of them till today is there anything like that no i just like the fact that i got to explore a bit of it i don't see it as a way that i learned everything but i just got to learn the bits and pieces of it and i just see myself and it helps because not not just because i couldn't complete my art like whatever i was studying back then and i think it was when i was in 5th grade or 7th grade when i was learning uh, like how to paint and how to draw and i used to go to this class and try to learn and make things out of my own on my whatever that is that the paper that they make art on canvas yeah canvas yeah, yeah. so i tried to do that and I, i never could i wasn't bad like i i don't think i was good at it i was good for as good at replicating art like i really could replicate something as it is but i couldn't use my own brains and make something that is i was as bad at it so and have you tried that, that? huh have you tried doing that and drawing something just out of your own imagination no i am I'm, i'm i'm very horrible at writing like you sent me you sent me this questionnaire some time back i was like i i i was like i understand the handwriting i'm just glad you did not see me writing something because you wouldn't understand no, what i write no, i had something like that where when i was 9 this girl in my school told this other girl to not be friends with me don't be friends with sangam mitra because sangam mitra had bad handwriting and that stuck till day i was 9 okay and that entire summer i spent changing my handwriting because i was upset that someone wasn't friends with me because of my handwriting and today i mean it in retrospect it still does affect me like if i look at my handwriting and it's bad as i know it's bad it's bad people will stop mm. being friends with me so it's a weird <laughs> fear that i have so it's quite strange but no I'll i mean have you ever tried drawings like you said you know you, you were good at replicating drawings but not at you yeah. know drawing something out of your imagination uh, uh. so is there something that have you tried doing that recently no I haven't done that. Like I really you try haven't done that. You have to try. It. I will do. I will do that. I will do that. And I'll tell you yeah, one more thing is that you can hold. You can hold him accountable. And ask him. <laughs> send him a DM randomly and go like, "Yo, did you try drawing something?" And okay, I'll do that. I'll send you. I'll, I'll put it on my story and I'll tag you. I'll do that. Done. It's a deal. So, do you ever feel like? Have you ever imagined what life would be like if you actually finished the last semester of engineering? Would it be different? No, I don't think so. I don't no. think so. It would have been different. I would have just been like, I have this degree of me being an engineer, and that's it. And that's mm. that's that's the end of it. Like I just have this particular thing that I've learned. But yeah. It's not. It's not something I'll. I'll. My parents would be proud of it. I would be proud of myself for completing it if I did it. Yeah. But it wouldn't be like it would affect my way of thinking or my stream of. 
working or whatever music i make right now any of those those things are not going to get affected because right. so, see so i think uh, me completing engineering would have just been a bonus for my family it wouldn't have it would have just been a thing to be hung on the wall for me nothing more than that and that's yeah. not how how i want to see it like i would like to do it i would go and complete my engineering i swear to god i would do it but not right now once i feel like you know what i have too much spare time in my life i just want to know how machines work i'll enroll back in i'll just go and do it not right now well i hope i hope whatever you do you know helps you with understanding yourself better at the end of the day because that's way more important uh and uh, i just want to we're reaching about like the last 7 minutes so mm-hmm. uh, we have a question that came in saying how do you find a good mentor how do you I find mean, a good mentor yeah in the music industry but you can tell me in generally also what do you look for in someone who can mentor you into becoming the best version of yourself i think uh, mentors right now people who would help you i think there's a lot of positive content that is out there sangam mitra there's a lot of positive content out there yes you tell can... me what people people yeah people in someone general like someone in reality yeah. someone in reality would help you out yeah yeah it could actually goes... be also be your character from a show for a... that doesn't matter okay that is there there are so many people that i look up to that way that see I'll tell you for somebody who wants to find a mentor in general as an artist I'll give you two I'll give you two takes on it in the shortest time possible okay um somebody who wants to have a mentor start talking to one of the artists that you look up to not somebody who's like very big enough somebody who is decent enough with what he does decent like I don't, I'm not saying just go talk I'm not saying do go talk to David Guetta and tell him that I want to talk to you and tell me how my music is and I want you to mentor me that's not going to happen like yeah, if you're, you're lucky enough if that happens i'm huh? upset i'm i'm only 2009 david get i'm quite upset about what happened to him after that yeah that's, that's that's a different get out altogether <laughs> so yeah so yeah that so and mentorship in general i'll tell you people there are some people who text me and ask me about very 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 young guys 16 17 year olds who are learning how to produce music and i just I, i do whatever is possible from my side to help them i just I, either i tell them that this is what is happening with your music and this is what you could be doing or maybe you could just go and check out so much content that is out there yeah. on the web and or other thing is that you have people around you hmm. for example sangam mitra has so many writer friends maybe hmm. and sangam mitra looks up to someone who is very good with their writing skills yeah ask them questions ask them how you got there ask them what is it that you did consistently to get to a point where you are right now i'll tell you one of my very one of my mentors is this guy called after morning he's not somewhere he's not a guy who makes music like like the kind of music that i make he is a guy who makes very different kind of music he is into complete he's into bollywood remix and mashups but god that guy is so so consistent i'm not kidding that guy can finish off with like 9 to 10 tracks straight every month wow and that's his level of doing it and right now i see i look up to him because i've seen him doing that for the last 4 years from the last 6 years he's been putting out his content on youtube and right now 
just three days ago I saw a post that guy has hit ten crore views. Like that is how many? I don't know. That I saw I read it as ten crore, so that is like ten million, hundred million views. I don't know. Is, I'm very bad yeah. with the. Yeah, that is like that is like a hundred million views, hundred million views in six years. Yeah. On YouTube, just by doing it consistently and trying to understand what to do, how to do, and not I'm not saying you have to be genre specific with somebody who knows how to make music. You can always see how they work, how they how they work, how they see what they have to do. Like they have it so planned. Some people are so planned with what they do. I have this other friend called. He's right now. He's on the street writing. Tryso. He's been putting out music for such a long time. He's one of. He's one of those guys who taught me DJing. He's the one who taught me DJing back in twenty twenty fifteen. That guy has been doing this for such a long time, and he is somebody who is very consistent with his work. He does. He does it. He has his things planned. I don't see the nitpickies of what and how he makes music. I see how he works, because as a mentor, somebody's not going to sit with you and tell you like this is how a song is made. That is for you to figure out because your style is always going to be different from what other people are doing. If you try to learn how they are doing, you are always going to be somewhat copying what they are doing. You are okay. never going to be able to explore what you are currently doing. You can okay. always see how other people work, and I think that goes ways to see because you, when you look up, I'll give you another example. There is this character called character called Bobby Axelrod on Billions. Yeah. That comes on CBC. I think that comes on Show. What is that? There's a different platform that it comes out on. that has nothing to do with music that guy is a hedge fund manager he runs a hedge fund i get inspired by it because i see him working i see his work ethics yeah and i think at the end of the day your work ethics are what counts as an artist to the core your work ethics of how you put in the work how you talk to people because i think it's not just about making music it's much more than that you have to talk to people you have to connect to people you have to try to understand what they are liking what they are doing try to get inspired by what they are doing for example i'm so happy that you do this podcast hmm. you do this thing like this is so great hmm. this is this is nothing like what other people are doing but i see somebody whom i know doing this gives me a lot of inspiration to be like you know what this has been happening constantly 25 episodes this is the 25th episode i guess today no, and i just put out wrong it's uh, 24 it's not 25 yeah so 24th episode right now and yeah, you've been doing it consistently Uh, yeah. See, you're losing count, and yeah. you've been doing it consistently. That's yeah. that says so much about you because from your first podcast to your twenty fourth one, I can tell you that there's there must be a lot of major difference in how you are right now. Thank you. So, so these are all the things that count, I think. Yeah, they do. So uh, we are at the last minute of this, and I don't want this to you know run away before we speak about this one thing. We're going to do a separate one later, but okay. In- Under a minute, can you tell me about your interest in waste management systems and what are the things that you do at home to reduce waste that we're sending out to landfills? For those of you interested think, in this, we're going to do another one about this later. But it's not a live stream, so sorry. Huh. Okay, I am going to share this out. Yeah, one minute. Yeah. So basically, uh, you as a human being should be more aware and more conscious of the fact that the amount of waste that you put out. needs to be segregated and put out for the people it makes the job easier for the people out there who process it sometimes it doesn't just get processed and you are putting other people's lives in danger when you are not segregating waste 
or maybe you're not taking care of what's there at your house maybe it can be a lot of other stuff it can be sanitary waste it can be your wet waste it can be your dry waste if this is not segregated and put out somebody else is doing it for you you need to understand the fact these people are human too you can yeah. make their jobs easier you can do it by yourself you can segregate waste and you yourself will start seeing a difference it's a very small difference that you make but it counts on multiple levels